Thankfully, we've started a new year and we can start fresh after a very tough 2020. In today's podcast, Richard and I talk about three new resolutions that you could adopt that will help you become a better frontline fundraiser and find real joy in your work. Let's learn from the past year, but then let's move forward together in hope of a great year professionally and personally. Welcome to the Nothing But Major Gifts podcast from Veritas Group, featuring Richard Perry and Jeff Schreifels. Twice a month, we bring you the latest and best thinking about major gift fundraising, so you can develop authentic relationships with your major donors. Here are your hosts, Richard and Jeff. Welcome to the podcast today and Happy New Year. I have Richard Perry with me and gosh... It sure feels good to say goodbye to 2020, doesn't it, Richard? Oh, my goodness, Jeff. Ugh. I tell you, uh, <laughs> 2020, whew, what a year that, I mean, I mean, we're not ever going to forget it. Uh, no. And, you know, we're still living in the throes of this pandemic, yeah, I know. And the, you know, the election and all that stuff. But I, I think more than anything else, the, that we have a start of a new year and there's more hope for this new year in 2021. You know what? I agree. You know, for me, a new year always inspires hope, but this year is even more so Mm -hmm. after coming off of a 2020 that was in many ways is, you know, everyone will always go, remember 2020? Oh, just (laughs) horrific. I'm telling you. But another thing I love about a new year is starting is that it gives us a chance to think about some resolutions that we want to set for the upcoming year. Yep. So you, Richard, and I—we've been getting—we got together and we were thinking, okay, what are some good resolutions that you, listening here today, could have as a frontline fundraiser, manager, or leader at your nonprofit? We came up with six of them, but we mm-hmm. want to talk to you about three of them today that we're going to cover, and then we're going to our next podcast. We'll cover the other th- three so that we'll we'll do all of this in January. It's kind of like the launch of 2021. I know. That's great. So let's get into this, Jeff. I mean, yeah. we think, I mean, a great way to kick off 2021 is to resolve to love your work. Yes. Love your work. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. I mean, there, There's uh, uh, Uri Geller writes, uh, do what you love. When you love your work, you become the best worker in the world. I mean, what a, what a great statement. That's so true. Mm-hmm. It really and, is. And, you know, we have been, you and I have been so fortunate to essentially always get to love what we do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. And um, that's such a gift. It but really the, is. The, the key is, you know, this is hard work, right? This working in mid-major plan giving on the front lines or in a manager role or a leader of a nonprofit trying to trying to oversee all of this work. It's not easy. Oh, it's not. And then I think people just think, well, it's like, oh, well, you know, just go out there and we'll raise the money. No, it is really hard work. I mean, goodness. So Oof. if it's so tough, I mean, if you don't love what you do, it's even, I mean, it's like almost unbearable. I know. I know. Here's the other thing to be in, in this role. Yeah. In, in mid-major and planned gifts, you really do have to be genuine and, you know, and trustworthy and truthful with a donor. And not, now, here's the thing. 
how can you do that if you don't love your work? I mean, that's, I don't know. I mean, you, you can't, I, you can't. Uh, and you think a donor will see right through that. If you don't love what you're doing and here you are trying to convey some program or project to the mission about the mission of your organization, they're going to see right through you. Oh, they are. And, and actually donors, I mean, they have radar like you wouldn't believe in terms of, of, of sensing all of that kind of thing, which is why if you're not genuine and trustworthy and truthful, uh, it's going to actually hurt uh, the, uh, the objective that you seek. Um, yeah. So, I mean, got to love your work in order for the, to, to get along well with the donor. But yeah. here, here's another thing. I mean, maybe you love your work, but you're not quite on board or you don't really love the mission yeah. of the organization. I mean, what should you do then? You, uh, I mean, <laughs> I think you have to leave. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's why this is a good time to kind of take stock in all of that. Mm -hmm. Here you are. You love being a major gift officer. You love the work with donors, but you're just not feeling the mission. Like you're not in tune with that mission. Right. Right. You, how can you, how can you, uh, convey that to a donor? Are you, a donor is going to see through that as well. So I know you've got to love the mission and, and be with it. I mean, you really do. And, and I know, and, yeah. go ahead, go ahead. Well, some people might say, well, is this really the year I can't leave my job? You know, I, I, I got to hunker down. And I say, no, this is the year to really start looking at if you don't love your job, what do I love? doesn't mean you have to leave right away. It just means this is the year to figure that out. Well, I know exactly. Like maybe, maybe <clears throat> the, the work or this mission is not for you. I mean, and that's okay. It's, yeah. it's really okay. Yeah. So find something that brings you joy. I mean, that's, that's right. That's the thing you got to do. Yeah. Cause that's the other thing you might not even, you're right. I mean, you might not even like this work. There are many MGOs we've talked to that say, you know, I'm, I just, this is just not for me, but they're mm -hmm. staying in the job because, you know, they got to, they, you know, got to put food on the table. Yeah. And that's, but that's over the long term, yeah. that just can't be sustainable. Yeah. And, and we're reasonable and practical about that, Jeff. But what we're basically saying is really kind of at this time of the new year, look, look at what you're doing. And, and, uh, and, you know, if it comes up like, well, you know, this just isn't quite right for me, then then do something else. Really find something else that brings you joy. That's what's important. It is because that will sustain you. I mean, this Thanksgiving, I was sitting around the table um, and we had a very small table this year. But we went around and talked about what are we grateful for? Mm -hmm. And among the other th things of my family, my kids and um, my wife is I talked about my job mm. and the work that we get to do at Veritas. And I went on and talked about why it brought me so much joy. Mm. And two of the people that you know, they were just like, wow, I have never heard anyone talk about their job with so much passion mm -hmm. that you mm -hmm. have. Mm -hmm. And it made me think, gosh, I just think about it like that all the time. I know. But other people hearing me were like, wow, I wish I had that. And that is the, that is the kind of passion we need to have for this job. You know, as, as a frontline fundraiser, if you don't have that kind of passion, it's going to be very, very difficult 
for you to find to help a donor find joy. I know. And, and here's the thing, Jeff, is sometimes what we really find joy in and really love might not match what we the image we want to set with our peers, with our family and other people. Mm. And so we stay in something that provides more um more what well, you know it's actually false standing but it, it provides standing mm-hmm. and uh, and that kind of thing and but it doesn't fill your heart so i mean what we're trying to say here is, is if, if it doesn't fill your heart up and it doesn't bring you joy then now's a good time to look at it and of course as jeff said earlier it's like don't don't be uh doing something crazy of course you won't right got to be practical about uh, income and all that stuff but have a longer term goal during this year to uh, to really find your place. That's yeah. what we're saying. Yeah. yeah. All right. So that first resolution. OK, that's a great way to start. It is. Love your work. I think a great second resolution for 2021 should be serve your donor. Don't sell them. In other Ooh, that, words, that's a good one. Look at your donor as a true partner and figure out who they really are so you can serve them well and gain their trust. Wow. This is so important, Jeff, because uh, this is part of the frontline fundraisers work that, uh, you know, it's going to set them apart from other fundraisers. Yeah. I mean, I've heard far too many uh, MGOs and you've heard it too, who tell tell us stories about how they got that big gift or how they ended up making their revenue goals, you know, because at the end of the year, one of their donors gave a surprise, you know, six or seven figure gift. Yeah. And they get all puffed up about it. Yeah. <laughs> hey, <laughs> but, I made my goal. Uh, this one person gave me this big, huge gift and whoo, I got through it. <laughs> yeah. But, but, but what, what you and I want to hear yeah. is how did the MGO actually serve their donor by really listening to them Yeah, and understanding their passions and interests and inspiring them through the relationship? Yeah, in ways that their passions and interests can match what the organization's doing. I mean, that's that's what we want to hear. Now, obviously, we take great pleasure and joy in someone reaching their goals. Yeah, well, of course we do. But um, but what really kind of you know turns our crank is when yeah. you hear this kind of story of like, boy, the donor really said some nice things to me about how I'm served well yeah. by them. That's so, so important. Well, and it's so rare. I feel like, you know, we're, it's, we're so busy cultivating <laughs> and trying, you know, and, and not really thinking about, okay, how can I take this to another level of service? You know, recently I was, um, I had to go to an Apple store because I had something wrong with my computer. And, um, so I go in there and I go to the, uh, you know, the desk, what is that genius bar thing? Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, they're looking at it and they said, oh yeah. Um, you know, I didn't have an appointment. (laughs) So I'm like, can I get in? They're like, well, hold on here. Oh yeah. We can get you in in 15 minutes. Why don't you give me the computer? We'll get it set, you know, look at it and, you know, just walk around and, you know, look at stuff. So I'm walking around and, you know, I'm like wary because, you know, they have those people all around. You know? Yeah. <laughs> and so, of course, one comes up to me and says, hey, how's it going? And I'm like, OK. And I'm thinking, oh, boy, here it comes. Here comes the sound. Right, right. Yeah. But no, they were like, so tell me, what do you do? 
And I'm like, oh, well, I own my own business with my business partner. We, you know, help nonprofits. And, oh, that's really cool. Like, and they start talking about nonprofits and all of this. Right, right. And, and, and going on and on. And, and then uh, he's, he said, well, what have you been looking at here? And I said, well, I've been looking at wondering about the iPad versus like mm-hmm. a Kindle, you know, two different things, the Apple versus this Kindle thing. And, and he went on to talk about all the positive things about the Kindle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they mm-hmm. don't even sell, of course, because it's not an Apple product. Wow. And, you know, the pluses and minuses. And I was like blown away by this fact. And, and then there was nothing. He wasn't like saying, well, uh, trying to sell me on anything. He was just explaining this to me. Right, right. And so I'm like, well, because I'm curious. I just said, well, how come you're not trying to sell me this thing? And he said, that's not our, that's not what we do here. Yep. We want to give you the best experience walking there you go. that you there can have. Is. And I yep. was like, oh my gosh. I know. And and I mean, that story fits perfectly into, into that second resolution, Jeff. Serve yeah. your donor, don't sell them. In the, in the case of the Apple store, serve your customer, don't sell them. Exactly. That's exactly what was going on. So that that's our second resolution for the year. Serve your donor, don't sell them. Yeah, I know. Because serving your donor, it has to be the focus of the new mm-hmm. year. I know, I, and we know it's hard. It's very hard. But as a frontline fundraiser, there is so much pulling at you to do other things, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And so, but to really make a difference with that donor and ultimately see your revenue grow, that has to be the priority. Well, and that's the thing. I mean, and so there's the big point. You're trying to see the revenue grow. Yeah. But you're not going to get there unless you serve the donor. In fact, we've always said, Jeff, that the two obligations of a major gift officer and, and a plan giving officer or a mid-level officer is to is to to uh, deliver net revenue to the organization. Yeah. And serve the passions and interests of donors. And the path to developing net revenue is serving the donor. Exactly. And that's, that's sometimes counterintuitive. Okay. So we have two resolutions yes. so far in 2021. Yep. Love your work yep. and serve your donor. So I think, Jeff, the third resolution should be set goals. Yes. <laughs> we're, all, we're big into this. <laughs> yeah. And by setting goals, I think it would be good to break it out by, you know, portfolio or caseload goals. Yep. Professional goals. And personal goals. So let's let's Perfect. talk about portfolio first. Okay. Yeah. So this is not, nothing new from us. No. But if you haven't done this yet, this is the year to do it. You know, you got to set a revenue goal. Yeah. For every donor on your portfolio or your caseload. I mean, you don't worry about making the goal. Instead, right. you figure out how to kind of get it or to attain it. Right. So here's the truth that that, that we found over the years working with uh, major gift officers. If you set a goal. More often than not, the goal will be reached. I mean, it's yeah. just going to happen. It just happens because why? Because you're focused on it. Exactly. And, you know, there's always pushback from MGOs. Like, do I really need to set a goal with every donor? Mm-hmm. And we say yes. And, you know, it's not that it's not as difficult as, you, as it they really think isn't. it is. No. But now that you have it and you cash flow it through the year, so you know exactly when you th- that is going to come in. It just gives you this, you know, it, it it gives you that vision for every donor and you it, then develop strategies on how to get that goal. Right. So um, having that goal, what we've found over the, I mean, 
thousands of major gift officers that we've worked with. Right. When you set a goal, almost all the time they make it. Well, I mean, and and the whole goal setting thing is true of, of, of all of life. Yeah. I mean, if you don't know where you're going, how are you going to get there? Uh, It's, it's like, uh, but, but it's so funny how many people don't, they just set a goal for the entire caseload. Right. You know, well, yeah. From from these, all of these donors, (laughs) it's going to be 10% more, 10% more. Yeah. Well, that's not a goal. No, that's just meeting some management objective for, you know, for growth. It's not really a goal. You've yeah. not been thoughtful about it. So that this whole yeah. thing of setting goals, portfolio and case on goals is very, very important. Yeah. Okay, great. Now, what do you mean by setting professional goals? Well, I mean, here's some questions you can ask yourself right now uh, that will help you think about it. Like, okay, uh, what kind of person do I want to be in my job this coming year? So it's, it's like about you. What kind yeah. of person do I want to be Yeah. Uh, in the job? Right. You know, or where do I want to be in, in my career next year at this time? Exactly. Uh, yeah. Does my job look different yep. during this year? Uh, where do I want to be with my compensation Yeah. this year? I mean, this new year. Yeah. Where do I need to be quarterly in order to make my yearly revenue goals? Good. Yep. So that's that ties to the first goal. Right. You know, or something like, what kind of influence do I want to have in my workplace oh, during I like this that. new year? I mean, what, who, do, like, who do I want to be? What are my expectations? I mean, the big point is to figure out what you want and where you want to be and decide, you know, what is it I have to do to get there? Yeah. Uh, we, we just don't do that enough. To, I know. To, yeah. So we've, we've got we've to gotta work that out. It's It's interesting because... We don't do that because we are so busy with so many other things, the day to day that we, we don't often step back. And this is why I think this is the time in January here to step back and take, you know, just take some time alone and think about these questions. And where do you want to be professionally? Where do you want to go? Like yeah. you're a major gift officer. Do you, is this worry? Where, where do you want to be? Uh, next year or two or three years down the road. And then what do you need to do now to start that process to get you there? Yeah. In fact, I just had a conversation last week uh, with a major gift officer who basically said, you know, to, to, to be honest, Richard, I, I really don't like doing this job. Mm. Well, I said, well, what do you, what do you like doing? Yeah. And well, I really like the whole stewardship of donors talking back to them, helping them, know that their gift made a difference. Yeah. And so we got into a conversation about that. This person then had a conversation with uh, her manager who was very open to changing the job in the new year to a that. more stewardship kind of job uh, for plan giving actually is what it was. And um, that that's the thing to do is to not just stay in a, in a, in a place that's, that's actually hurting your spirit, but to kind of move on. Yeah. Um, so that's this whole thing about setting professional goals. And then of course, there's the final part of goal setting, which is about your personal goals as a human being, you know, where are you going personally in your relationships? Yeah. I uh, told, this is great. Your family, yeah. your kids, if you have them, your friends, uh, who are you going to be with strangers? What attitudes do you need to clean up? Hmm. 
I mean, I've, I've actually, I don't want to talk about them on this podcast, but I've actually <laughs> set some goals personally about, you know, what are some biases I have oh. that are just not, are just not acceptable. I mean, they're not terrible, yeah, but they're just not acceptable. I don't want to be that kind of human being. I love so, that. Yeah. So that's, that's where we got to do the personal goals as well as the professional. I mean, and, uh, yeah. I mean, it could be as simple as, you know, I want to read 10 books this year. I know. Or commit to listening to a certain podcast or, you know, working out more. Yep. You know, better. eating better. Yep. Getting more sleep. You know, you you told me that this year you you are you're committing totally to working out more. Yep. And, yep. and you told me because and that's that's the other part is the that accountability. Once you once you do those, once you set goals or say goals. You want someone else to hold you accountable to it. Right. Right. Um, well, accountability is a big thing about goals. So like, yeah. in fact, you've brought up an interesting point, Jeff, in all of this goal setting, have someone outside yourself know what yeah. that is yeah. and then set about uh, getting uh, setting up an accountability system yes. to actually make that happen. That is absolutely crucial. If Because you set these goals and then if no one else is, hey, well, how are you doing on these things? It's so easy to just, well, you know, I just kind of let it go. And this is probably why most people who set resolutions at the beginning of the year never keep them because they don't have someone to keep them accountable. I mean, accountability, you know, I think people who know us well, Jeff, know that we just love accountability. We yeah. love it. And, and even between the two of us and, right. uh, and our other partner. It's like, we're very big on accountability. Okay, you yeah. said this, have you done it? Very simple. Uh, it's very simple. But powerful. Powerful, it really is. Okay, wow, this is good stuff. So just to recap, we've talked about three resolutions in this podcast, and we have three more in our next podcast in a couple of weeks. But mm -hmm. for this one, we discussed love your work, mm -hmm. serve your donors, and finally, set goals for your portfolio, your career, and for you personally. Mm -hmm. This is a great way to start 2021. I mean, it's the only way to start. I mean, honestly. Yeah. So before we go, I want to let you know we have a free resource for you. And this fits great for the mm -hmm. beginning of 2021. It's our marketing impact chart. This tool is great for helping you set goals for every donor in your portfolio. Fantastic, have, fantastic, fantastic uh, tool. I'm telling yeah. you. It'll be irritating though. <laughs> <laughs> but you can do it. Yeah. Don't scare them away. <laughs> Go to veritasgroup.com and in our download section, scroll down to the bottom and you can download this great tool for free. Here's the thing, Jeff, on this tool. Yeah. But we, we, can, we can guarantee that if you use it like it's supposed to be used, you will experience more success in this new year than you did last year. You will. Absolutely. You donors. You absolutely. absolutely will, which is why we're so excited about it. Well, thanks for joining us and we'll see you next time with three more resolutions for you. Thank you for joining us for the Nothing But Major Gifts podcast from Veritas Group. Richard and Jeff also write an ongoing blog that you can subscribe to for free at veritasgroup.com. Please join us again next time.